Bellslinger tried to summon a jackalope again, and it didn't exactly work, but at least it didn't backfire as hard that time. They also didn't exactly seem thrilled when they got the call about the scientists being in the lab. Looks like they're gonna help, but they're still pissed at Malta, which makes sense considering. I hope the call from their friends helps them relax a bit, but with what they're going into... They're on their way now to the lab, and honestly, I wish them the best. We drive past to the guest center, go to that parking lot, because that was the one where it was sighted in, and park the van, and Bart gets, like, the big knapsack full of, like, ingredients and everything, and just turns to everybody else and goes, All right, you ready to see some weird shit? Hell yeah. Hawk just sort of smiles at the caffeine barrel in his hand and um because he's not quite he's not quite all the way back yet but he's kind of excited now he's like yep just ignoring the existential dread of the past several hours oh yeah yeah if things go poorly we we watch out for each other if we need to run we need to run magic doesn't like to be predictable so we'll just try our best it really doesn't. Do you have any other D6s you could use, by the way? As opposed to the two that I've been rolling previously? Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. Let's take out some new ones. Let's see how these green ones do, as opposed to the red ones I was using. Yeah. Okay, that's not terrible. I did a test roll. It's a mixed success. Okay, that's, that's good. Yeah. So the way I'm thinking is this could possibly be done in stages. Sure. Because since it's a big ritual, big magic thing, and the thing is probably going to be fighting back. Yeah. I don't know if you would know from practice, but you know from what you've been taught that sometimes casting stuff off takes a couple of tries. And it doesn't always want to go. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably... I mean, this is probably the biggest magical thing that Bart's ever tried. So as we head deeper into the woods, Bart's reciting like incantations and like memorizing them making sure that everything's on board for what he's about to do yeah also you did get my message giving you a heads up about the ritual thing right uh... I tried to give you a heads up a couple days ago because <laughs> I figured I'd let you oh that's right that's right yes yes there it is no no this is fine I, I do remember this I also imagine that Roz and Hawk will be taking parts in this as well. Alright, so I think Bart lays out what the big magic is going to look like. The first step is to call the creature, right? Like, it's going to be out in the woods right now anyway, because of the device. So the first step of the process is to actually call it. So in this part of the process, Bart will be able to assist, right, in, like, fighting it, because when it shows up, we're going to have to move it into position. And then once it's in position, Bart's going to sit down and have to do the hard spell casting with whatever it's trying to do to get out being, like, effects that you guys would probably have to, like, deal with. And then once we finish the, the binding, Bart would need two other people to help with the cleansing ritual. So it'll go from, like, all three of us to the two of you and Bart doing the spell casting to all three of us doing the spell casting. Does that sound good? I reckon... Alright, so Bart takes a bunch of powder from one of the like little bags and lays it out, almost like a crescent moon shape, 
Are you doing this in the parking lot? Or find clearing in the woods? Yeah, I was gonna go find a clearing in the woods. Okay. Yeah, because, I, I mean, if there's cameras and shit, then I'd rather avoid those. I'm hoping that we can find, like, an optimal spot using some of the equipment that I got. Oh, yeah, let's use that. Because I was trying to use, I was trying to get equipment to track where it had been, like, where the energy, the protector's energy was the strongest. Yeah, let's do that. I don't know if you get exactly what you were asking for, but you get some other technology with notes on it explaining how it works, and it Y'all don't know this, but it's what the agents were using to monitor energy signals, and it, okay. like it explains how like if this peaks, it's this. If this peaks, it's this. If this peaks, that means there's an another anomaly about to come through. Things like that. All right. So it'll give us a location that would be optimal to be doing this, to be closest. There's something that you can use to track if the creature is coming close as well as if there's any sort of anomaly energy around. Between that and other stuff you have, you're able to find a good place to do this, yes. Okay, cool. Then yeah, that's how we find where we set this up. Yeah, I imagine there's a small, slow-moving creek nearby. It's a big clearing, so there's like plenty of room to maneuver if we need to. And there's also... Things to hide behind if you need to. Yeah, and Bart actually stops for a minute and goes, Roz? What's that? That laser grid thing. Uh-huh. So I don't know what sort of things the protector might throw at us. Uh-huh. But if it, you know, obscures our vision, you having something where you can tell where things are is helpful. Okay. Set that up, please. Okay, I do that. And Hawk helps. There's instructions for most of the tech things. Yeah. Most of it doesn't look like what you were expecting it to look like, but it does the job. Nice. So with running water to the north, basically, Bart creates like a crescent moon shape with this like red dust, takes a ritual knife and cuts his finger a little bit and drops some blood on it. And it starts to glow like an orangish, like reddish glow. And then Bart takes some mushed up plants and grinds them a little bit more in the mortar and pestle. And then takes those and throws them onto the crescent moon, which creates like a big plume of smoke. And then from there, Bart just like claps his hands together and the plume of smoke rushes out and into the woods. All right. I made an invitation. Everyone get ready. I imagine as you're doing this... That he got taking notice and more alert because yeah he knows that y'all are both about to try and do something bigger than anything you've done before right and I'm gonna roll use magic to see how well my calling works that's a nine so success yeah so you do that and you pretty quickly get the feeling, because you're familiar with how the older magic around here feels. <sighs> so, it's coming. Alright. It doesn't feel aggressive as it's coming towards you, but you have its attention. Alright, so I've summoned the monster. That's good. 
So, Roz has set up the laser grid to be activated whenever it's needed. But we would be looking to Bart to, like, Roz is not going to get out any weapons mm-hmm. because she thinks that we're that's the thing we're supposed to we're not supposed to have that we're supposed to look innocuous and right. So she's kind of standing by waiting for that instruction if she needs to do that kind of stuff. Fun fact is when he sent the spell out the energy reader you had it did pick up and react to that. Cool. And then you start picking up faint waves of what the note probably explains they believe is the natural magic of this place. Slowly ticking up. Okay, and I'm relaying this over. Hopefully I've found like a volume button to like, so it's not Mm -hmm. beeping really loud, but I'm relaying this to Bart. It's not making noises, but it did light up. I imagine Roz is looking at it, right? Trying to maybe figure out what it is or see if it works. Uh Uh-huh. So you're quickly able to notice that. So. Any last minute things people want to do before it shows up? I mean, there's not much I can do to get ready. I just have to hope I roll okay. (laughs) Yeah. I say for the parts that involve more than one people, if needed, Mm -hmm. your friends can help. Nice. And I guess Bart lays down the circle that Bart's going to use to clean the in-between dark matter or whatever off of the Guardian. So Bart has that circle ready, but of course the hope is that right now it's still cognizant enough to want to be cleansed, rather than us having to push it and force it in. Yeah. So Bart has that circle ready. So you all stand in the light, and I think you all can feel that something is coming. And after a couple of minutes... Something steps out of the woods. It's got a thin layer of shadow on it. And I just sent a picture to the group. It looks like that. Oh. Aww. That's really cool. Yeah. For our listeners. It's like a dragon ant, almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dragon. I'm digging it. Yeah. As it approaches, the first thing you see is a pair of glowing yellow eyes. And then these feet that look like tree trunks step into the clearing, and you see the rest of its face, which does look rather draconic with what looks like almost tree branches coming out of the back of its head. It does have four legs, and it does move rather like a cat. It's Probably about the size of a small pony. It's not huge, but it's it's decently large. And it has these thick vines coming off of its back that end in spiked barks as well as on its tail. And you see there's these shadows licking all over it. And looking at its eyes, you can tell it doesn't like those shadows. And it's almost like it's pleading for help. Because it might know that something's coming soon. Okay. Okay. And the shadows seem to be growing a little bit. Yeah. Hey there. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. Guardian of the Woods. I have uh, called you here 
not by force, but with an invitation. I am aware that something has taken root within you, and I wish to offer you a chance to remove it, to cleanse you of this effect and let you return to your duties as they were before. I can't imagine the kind of pain you must be feeling. Just know that I offer this freely, with no expectation, no magician's bargain. I simply wish to help. It listens to your words. I speak of intelligence, and as you finish, it just nods and shudders as you notice the Shadows are becoming more and more prevalent, and you get the feeling whatever's causing this has been reactivated. It's trying to hold it back, but... Okay. Alright. Bert steps aside and gestures to the open circle. If you wish for us to help you, the the best we can do is if you enter into the space. I, I, I understand that you wouldn't want to trust knowing what you do and what your duties here are, but I promise you that we have everything needed to try to cleanse us of you, and there are others already there hoping to stop the thing that is causing this on you. So all we need is for you to step inside and we can get to work. And Bart is, like, sweating. Bart, like, visibly, like, just like, uh, 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 this is bad. As you're talking, I think the big on thing might make himself visible so mm. the rest of you see the how did you describe what he looks like again so he's like human shaped ish but with like a elongated like almost like lizard or snake like head and antlers that split off into different directions and like in vibrant like technicolor like it shifts between very bright brilliant like color combinations and normally Vagant is like more of like a creepy shadow but like when Bart is like fully like using magic in it Vagant sometimes will appear in that way he's not full on technicolor there but he has seemed to have come forward to communicate with this creature which is not something he normally does okay they seem to come to an understanding, and the defender's continuing to just shudder as it's trying to fight whatever's happening, and it moves very quickly. Question, how close are y'all standing to where the circle is? Is it going to have to walk between you? I think it's, like, all three of us, but, like, Bart is in front of the circle, and Bart moves aside to allow it to come in. Okay, so it can get to the circle without having to walk too close to any of you. I, I sure hope so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree that we're not that close. Hawk and Roz are kind of just standing off to the side, waiting, trying to not be in the way. Okay, so it starts moving very quickly towards the circle, and you can tell it's trying to sort of shy away from you, Bart. As it passes, you see one of its tendrils seem to wrap around it even more and it starts to lash towards you and then it flinches away. And then it, it just very quickly gets into the circle and then hunkers down like a cat, like it's trying to make itself small and it's, you get the feeling it's it's fighting for control. Okay, okay, that's going, it's, it's going well. And Bart steps forward and completes the circle, finishing it up. I'm gonna roll plus magic to see how that goes. 
That's an 11. It goes very well. My question is, Hawk, Roz, how are y'all reacting? I think Hawk is trying to convince himself that this is some kind of effect of the of the pain medicine that he's been taking. This breaks Hawk's mind. Like he doesn't he don't know what to do with this. He's just gonna stand there and wait for whatever happens. Like this is just this is ridiculous. What in the world is this? Uh, Roz is kind of just standing to the side, like still very much attentive, but kind of admiring the beauty of it because she's not shocked. She's already seen Bart summon things, other aliens that are friends of his race, and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and so she's just like, oh, this one's really cool looking. Oh heck. I think even the non-magic users can feel they're in the presence of something very old and powerful, but there's something else that seems to be creeping in. You might also get the feeling that there's other things in the woods that are just kind of watching and waiting to see what happens. This air of when people are watching and waiting, holding their breath to see if a miracle is going to happen. Okay. Okay. So, you definitely succeeded in completing the circle. I don't know if there's extra things that happen when you do the well since you said it was big magic and there's like a it's a multi-step process this is just like the first part of it yeah the next part would be bart sitting down and taking out the mortar and pestle and like basically starting to do some chanting throwing some powders in and everything and just starting the the like cleansing process so if anything happens during that to threaten us, then this would be the time because obviously, like, I'm trying to fight against the corruption now. Yeah. Didn't you say for this part that Hawk and Roz are assisting? Oh, yeah, I guess. Is this the part we're assisting or is this the part that we're protecting you to make sure? This is the part where you're protecting me because I'm trying to finish the binding. So I, I closed the circle just fine, but I need to complete the binding. I think off in the distance you can hear voices that sound like some people trying to warn other people off, and you get the sense that multi-agents are off trying to keep other people from interfering. Okay. You're not sure who, though. Um, so yeah. I guess while Bart sits down, if anybody else wants to do anything while Bart's focusing on that. Or if any threat comes our way, that's also... What are y'all doing? I think Hawk's looking towards the sound of the voices, because it looks like Bart's got this pretty much handled. Fair enough. It seems to be coming in the, from the direction of the parking lot. I imagine you walked about five or ten minutes, so you can't really see the parking lot, but also you could get there pretty quickly if you needed to. Alright. But it sounds like there's a loud conversation going on in the parking lot. And Roz, what are you doing? I'm aware of that, but I'm not wanting to run back there. I want... I'm, I'm still trying to protect what's going on here. Oh yeah, I'm not running back. I just turned around to see if I could 
located. He's going to stick around at the circle because it could get weird. Okay, yeah. Could. You stay like it isn't already. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It could get worse. As the both of you are looking around, because Bart is focused on the spell, you notice there are these different creatures kind of like hanging out at the edge of the clearing. Some are small. Some you're not entirely sure what they are. Feels like they're just watching, though. There's just weird stuff that goes on sometimes in Oak Ridge, including what some of the creatures look like. Some look normal until you look closer at them. And they seem to be mostly focused on the protector that's in the center of the circle. That weirds out hot. He starts staring into those, seems he can figure out what they are. Would you like to roll? Yeah, that'll work. Sorry, let me say that again. Yes, that'll work. Yeah, please don't make me sound like a boring DM. No, I took that Benadryl. <laughs> like I, uh, I'm like Hawk at this point. I am just like that medicine's working on me. All right. <laughs> like seriously, I felt my eyes closing a little bit, and I was like, "This is not that kind of game." All right, I'm gonna roll. That's gonna be a nine. Okay. They look normal until you look closer at them, and they may once have been normal deer and rabbits, and like there's there's packs of wild dogs, but they've changed. I don't know if Hawk wants to think too hard about how they've changed. Yeah, they just ain't right, and he gets that. Ugh, and it gives yeah. him a chill. Yeah, and they... It feels like they're waiting and watching to see if this will work. Do any of them look corrupted? No. Okay. They do look altered, though, and you're not sure that there's a connection there, if you would like to roll and see. I don't think Roz would be looking that into it. I think she would just be looking for whatever's corrupting this protector, is if it's corrupting these other things. You don't see any of the smoke coming off of them, but it is rather dark. I'm just going to retcon say y'all have lights with you so you can see. They may not be super bright, but you have some sort of lights. <gasps> no, we do have super bright lights because we got them when we went to um, when when we went to Hawk's shop, when... we got those big, those big shop lights. Are you using those? Well, I don't think we would be using those big lights. I had requested lights in my kit that would probably be more of like a lower light. Yeah, enough to make it so you can see what you're doing, but not enough to be a giant big enough, hey, here we are. Mm-hmm. Come eat us. I'm glad you said something, because I was straight up going to put a giant big enough, here we are in that clearing. Yeah, no, let's not, here we are the clearing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, you can have them there, but not have them on, just in case. I mean, most likely, that's what we would be doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the big lights are there, but mostly you're just using these small glow lights. It's like a dim light in the area. There's also some light coming from the magic, but it's not like a giant beacon saying, Hi, here we are, come get us. Can we see then from the little lights? Can we see any more about them animals, or are we just really focusing on one part? 
I think it's from the lights that you're able to see that the animals look different and I got you. You don't know if they're different because of this corruption or if the if this darkness will be able to infect them at all. all right. okay. But they they seem hopeful but also afraid. Okay. Well, Hawk's just gonna wait and see what happens. Those rise. Roll to see how I do on this part. Oh no. That with the plus two is gonna be a six. Ooh. Oh. oh, can either of us do that use the help action? What were you trying to do? Well, you mentioned that this is gonna take multiple tries, so I was rolling to keep the circle like stable and like finish the binding. You got an eleven on the last one, what was that for? That one was just to close the circle. Okay. How would your friends be able to help with that? This is mostly you. Oh, okay. I okay. I mean, they would still. I think they would still have to try to roll magic, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I guess I shout at the bag, and I I'm just like staring directly at the creature as I do my my stuff. But I like stop and turn and point at the bag and go, "You need to get." Oh god, what is it? it, it there's some walnuts in there? That, they look like walnuts. They're not walnuts. I need those, and I need them in my hand very soon. And, like, there's visible strain on Bart's face. So if anyone wants to roll, like... As he's saying that, Hawk kind of rushes forward, and... Is the bag inside or outside the circle? It's outside the circle. It's outside the circle. All right. So Hawk runs over to the bag and grabs it and just dumps it all out on the ground, just overturns it, dumps it out on the ground. There is a role for help out. Oh, um, my bad. Right? I mean, it's narrative still. I mean, we still gotta describe it. This is an audio medium. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it turns out I um, I got a four, and so I guess I didn't... No! Have Sorry. Oh, no. Okay, Roz runs in <laughs> with the bag dumped out because dumping the bag was not helpful. Roz runs in. You have exposed yourself to danger with that. Yeah, oh yeah. Roz runs in. Okay. And gets a nine. Okay. You've also exposed yourself to danger, but not as much danger. I expose myself to danger, but it also gives Bart the plus one. Yes, which bumps that up to a mixed success, which means there's going to be a glitch. Oh, boy. That's fine. What's our glitch? What's Mm -hmm. going on? I'm torn between the short duration or the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. I mean, the animals are already there. Yeah, but the short duration could also be stressful. That could also... I mean, either way, I'm sweating. Like, it doesn't matter which you pick. Like, I'm still like, oh no, oh no, 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 oh no. I'm gonna say it draws immediate unwelcome attention, and you see some of the shadows start spiraling off of the creature. Oh no. And to some of the creatures in the woods. Oh, that's not good. And it's, it's just a couple of them for now. But you notice the ones that touches, their attention has shifted from watching the creature 
to they are focused on Hawk and Roz. Alright, Hawk looks at Roz and says, if this goes bad, get back to the van and just drive out and get out of here. And he goes over to the van and he pulls out you're like a five-minute walk from the van. Oh, really? Y'all are like into the woods a bit. You can't quite see the parking lot. Whew. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I imagine whatever you were going to get, you could have brought it with you. Well, this is the... I, I feel like Bart like gave them the don't bring weapons talk, like as he was talking about that a little bit earlier. And Hawk decided not to pull the shotgun out of the, out of the van when they parked, but... Oh no! But he does put the little twenty-two pistol that he has in his back pocket, and he then he take he draws that out and readies it in case something charges him. Okay. I don't think Roz pulls out her weapon yet because I don't. I think that it's, she doesn't think that quite yet is the time to, because the protector can still see us, so she's not pulling out her weapon. Hmm. Okay, that's that's fair. And I think for Hawk, some of the darkness might try to latch on to you as well. I don't know. I am the crooked. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if anyone notices, but you do feel a bit of a chill down your spine, Hawk. Does Hawk see the shadow come onto him? Just roll me two D six. We'll see. Ah, it's going to be an eight. You do catch a glimpse of a shadow that spirals off and it seems to latch onto you. And you feel a chill, but it doesn't feel... It's not taking control yet, but it's it's latched on. Okay, cool. He's going to try to convince himself that that was just the effects of the medicine. That um, he was seeing things and then that chill he got was just, you know, a pharmaceutical thing. That's fair. This is a lot for him. He's having a day. Yeah. He's probably thinking this is what happens when you take pain medicine and then get drunk. Okay, don't do that. Yeah, he's done that plenty, actually, but this is a totally different thing altogether. I don't know if anyone else notices right now, but I'll have to figure out what kind of role you're going to have to make against that. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, when Roz hands over the, the things that look like walnuts but aren't, Bart crushes them and throws them into the circle and it, like, seals it back up. And then Bart continues chanting, but is visibly looking freaked out. Behigante is floating above him, but it's very much like a battle of wills at this point, because, like, whatever that dark matter stuff is, it wants to get out. Yeah. Would you like me to roll anything else right now, or do you want me to roll to keep using magic? Well, you're able to stabilize the field, so what's the next step? You gotta start the cleansing, right? Yeah, all of us have to sit in the circle. There's two additional little spots on the edges of the circle that they can sit or stand in. So I briefly stop chanting, and I'm like, alright, this is gonna be all of us. Okay. So stand in your spots. I'm really sorry, this is very stressful. Roz goes and stands in her spot. Hawk, you hear a voice, like a soft whisper in the back of her head. Why should you do that? Why not just go home? Let nature take care of itself. What am I rolling for? I don't know there's a role necessarily for that. I feel like act under pressure makes the most sense to not give in to this. 
keep your cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's not like compelling him to do this thing yet. It just said it. It just made a suggestion. You don't feel like you need to follow it, but it's not a bad question. This is really weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird, he thinks, but he goes ahead and takes a spot in the circle. What'd you get under rolled act under pressure? Oh, uh, I have five. Oh, oh no. I hope y'all are writing down these bit fuck-ups. But I sure do got luck, and I'd like to use one of my luck points. Oh, nice. Luck moves it up one level. Oh, change the roll to a 12. Oh, it just changes it to a 12 automatically. Okay, right on. Then, yeah, I'm going to use my yeah. and change it to a 12. Alright, right, so you hear that voice and you're just like, because he knows his stuff. You just like immediately brush it off or... Oof. Yeah. I will let you fill in for how Hawk brushes that off. I mean, he, he hears the voice, he pushes it aside as just a effects of his medicine. And he's sort of grumbling and cursing when he comes to his spot in the circle because he feels like it's about to get out of his control again, and that's just, you know, unacceptable. Alright, so for this, since it's all three of us and they can't really use magic... We can have them roll to help out. Yeah, so Bart's gonna, gonna roll magic to try to get this to work out. And, and then instructs basically for the other two to like put their hands to the circle and they're gonna feel like a weird tingling sensation just because there's three people that are like it's kind of create like a closed loop so that the only place that the corruption can go is out Bart tries his best to explain it it's like I don't there's no good way to really explain we're just gonna close the loop and the loop is gonna make it so the corruption has to leap out some way and unless you know Unless one of us has, like, been actively courting, like, dark forces, uh, I think it won't exit through us, and it should exit out. God damn it, Bart! <laughs> did, did, did you have to say that? Oh, oh, am, I, am I allowed to say I thought we were doing a fun improv game where we... I, a lot of the ball was put in my court. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here for it, but also... <laughs> I am also here for it, because there was a thing that was going to happen, and we'll just see okay. how it ends up happening. Yeah, so right. you roll, and then I imagine the other two also have to kind of focus yeah. on what's going rolls on. to help oh out, my God. because I need it. <laughs> okay, thank God, I got a ten. Okay. Okay, nice. With a help out, because I got a six, that bumps it up to a seven, so... Not a failure. Hawk still needs to roll his help out. Yeah, let's let's find out. Can you only get one extra point though? Because if you can only get one extra point, there's no <sighs> point because yeah, it won't matter. I'll still be a big success. Seven and eight are the same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. All right. No need. I got excited for a second though. <laughs> Bart finishes the incantation and slams the mortar and pestle together. And there's like a like a jolt that shoots out and goes completes the circuit. And I imagine that I don't know, how do you describe the corruption leaving? And if you want it to do something else, it wasn't mixed success, so something bad can happen. I think technically you choose the glitch, and then I decide what it looks like, so Oh, okay. What's gonna be the glitch? Alright, so the glitch is Mm, that's a good question. 
I think it has a problematic side effect. <laughs> I can agree with that one. So, you see the shadows. It looks like the shadows fight back for a second, but as you keep focusing in, and you can feel the Higate's focusing in too, he's trying to pour as much as he can into making sure this works. The darkness does seem to disappear. It's gone. Okay. Okay. And Bart just kind of like rolls backwards onto his back and the, all the shimmering and magic just kind of flows away. And the, I don't know, what happens to the Guardian? Is it still there? It's still there. And there are no longer shadows of it. And you can feel more of its powers kind of rippling out. And you feel the shadows have disappeared off of the creatures on the outside as well. And Bart, just roll me a straight 2d6. Okay, that's an 11. Okay. It walks up to you, Bart, as you're on the ground. Oh, no. And you just see this face in front of you. Uh. And it's it's almost like it kind of huffs in your face, except you feel this magic flowing over you. You were very shaky and kind of drained after all of that, and you feel that starts to melt away. Okay. Okay, okay. There will be a bonus at some point, I just don't know what the bonus will be yet. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. No doubt, no doubt. And Bart grabs dirt and just, like, breaks the circle so that the Guardian can just walk out. Because, true to his word, Bart has no no cause to, like, seal this creature. Yeah. So you do that, and it leaves, and you notice all the other creatures kind of gather around it, and it just disappears into the woods. All of the other once were and may once have been creatures that y'all probably don't want to think too hard about. Mm. And it disappears. Alright. Alright, gets up, dusts himself off, and immediately faints. Oh! Oh, uh, Oh, I, it looks like it worked, but now he's fainted. Hawk felt, again, like, really distracted. And he kind of shakes his head. And he goes, well, is that every, everything's done? It looks like it's everything to, Everything is done. I check for a pulse. <sighs> I'm not dead, I don't think. Well, I could, just gotta check. Yeah, he's, he's still breathing. I think you can probably see just, like, a little bit of Vehigante still there. Just, like, a little bit. Okay, well, Vehigante's gonna report back later that after I took your pulse, I wrote down your heart rate. <laughs> Who knows why? But, yeah, making sure you're alive. Bart, I think as you slowly come back to conscious, you hear it's like Vehigante speaking in your head. It's not done. That darkness went somewhere. Oh. We need to get to the lab. Oh, don't say that. I just want to sleep. He does the equivalent of, like, trying to smack you awake. Ah, mm, <laughs> uh, mm, uh. We gotta go. Okay, well, we got, um, yep, yeah, okay, you pick up your stuff, I'll pick up my stuff. And I'm, like, 
trying to regather all of the various things that are equipments with long acronyms. <laughs> and Hawk's picking up the stuff that he dumped out of the bag. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, and B- Bart, like, scrambles over and goes to help Hawk. And... Yeah, okay, all of us, though, we have to go to the lab. It's not over. The Higante said it went somewhere. As you're gathering your stuff, I think you all get the sense of there's something big about to happen. Mm-hmm. Almost like a sense of dread, like when there's about to be a major storm or natural disaster coming. Oh no. And you know it's not over. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next week to find out what happens next on Tempest Multi. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Season 1 of Tempest Multi was made in collaboration with Doug Holly of Good Better Quest. He has a prologue for a show that he will be doing in the future set in Oak Ridge's sister city of Jackson, South Carolina. Brianna Jean is the keeper and producer with editing help from Nikki of Beholder to No One. I'm Casey playing Annabelle Joyce and you can find me on the Aboard the Opal Star podcast. Hello everybody, my name is David Tilstra, but today I'll be playing Darren Calloway. I am the Dungeon Master over at From Afar Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at From Afar Podcast. You can find myself at David Tilstra on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this is Doug. I play Hawk Bailey. You can find me on Twitter at DougGBQ or on the podcast Good Better Quest. I'm Ian. I will be playing Bartolomeo, the spellcaster, and you can find me on the Ballad of the Seven Dice Twitch channel playing Weary in the Rise of Nyarlatha type campaign. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I'm playing Rosalind Stollard, aka Roz. You can find me on Twitter at Nicola the Druid or on Twitch as Druidcraft Productions, where I host Tiny Hut, a weekly show focused on education, advocacy, and charity. Stay safe out there, dear friends, and always remember things are not as they seem. Welcome, travelers. Seems like you're looking for a story. Well, I got one for you. It involves adventure, friendship, and all hey, sorts hey, of... Uh, Earl, why don't you tell him about that time I stole that big-ass melon? Yeah, yeah, I, I was going for more. Or you could tell him about the time I kicked her ass, Earl. I wouldn't ever tell him. Do I need to get time. my ref gear on? Okay, everyone, shut up. Now come with me as I tell you a story from afar. Hey, everybody, my name's David. I'm the DM for From Afar Podcast. A from Afar Podcast is all about four friends separated by distance, brought together by adventure. Hope you all stop by and give us a listen. Thanks.